Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Big show served up hot and fresh here on a Wednesday. Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler will be here as well, but he is always doing good things. And uh, today he is on a Zoom uh, call with a school doing an anti-bullying speech like he does normally in person, but obviously with COVID and so forth. Those have been relegated to Zoom, so he is doing that here in the 2 o'clock hour. So he will join us uh, coming up at 3 o'clock today. Uh, Eric Name uh, will join us at 3 o'clock. Had a great piece uh, detailing the meeting between Giannis and uh, Buck's ownership. Uh, that took place at Giannis's house, apparently. Uh, we'll talk with Eric Name coming up at 3 o'clock. We'll hear from Matt LaFleur, Packers uh, head coach, at 345. Uh, and then Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette will join us at 4 o'clock. But we start off... Uh, with the star of the show, he is Pete Prisco, senior NFL columnist with CBS Sports. Pete, thanks for coming on the show, man. Appreciate it. What's up, guys? How are you? Uh, doing all right. I, I, I guess uh, I know you are on the Packer bandwagon and have been uh, for some time, but we looked uh, to see what the power rankings were and see where everything was going into week one before the Packer-Vikings game happened. Uh, and you had the Packers right there near the top of the Kansas City Chiefs with the Packers uh, winning the NFC. Now, again, this was before the Packer-Vikings game. What was the thought process on that pick going into week one? Well, one was that I thought that Rodgers would take um, big strides in second year in the offense with Matt LaFleur, and uh, he has. And I thought that somebody would emerge outside opposite Devontae Adams. You know, a year ago when I was there in camp, they all raved about Valdez Gantling and said he was going to have a big year, and it didn't quite work out for him. Well, that was the guy... He started hearing rumblings about coming out of camp this year, and he looked really good the other day. And if he could have caught one or two more, he would have had a giant game. So that was two things. Three, uh, I didn't think the offensive line would play as bad as it did last year. And on the defensive side, I thought there would be growth from a lot of the young players on that side of the ball. And we started seeing bits and pieces of that last week. So add it all up. That's why I had them uh, you know, being where they were in the power rankings. I also think they're good enough to go to the Super Bowl. 
So, so Pete, you weren't on the bandwagon with everyone else, all the national pundits talking about how Gunakun screwed up the draft, that he didn't get anybody to help Aaron Rodgers right now in the presence, and that you look at the Green Bay Packers right now, they were void of receivers. They needed more defensive line help, and they did not address any, any of those things. They needed an inside linebacker. They're short one there. So you weren't buying all that talk. Oh, yeah, I'm buying that talk. <laughs> I think they had a terrible draft. I mean, they drafted a quarterback as a project that you won't need for three or four years because I still think Rodgers plays at a high level. Uh, I don't think you draft the back where they drafted him with what they had on the roster. Um, so, yeah, I know I agree with what people said about that. I didn't like the draft, but I thought they could get around that. And, and just the growth of Rodgers in the offense would make them that much better. And I think you saw pieces of that last week. I think he was outstanding. And you guys know you've been around when his passes are helmet level and he's throwing rifle shots like that. It reminds me of what he did in Atlanta in the playoff game that one year. It was, yeah. And I was there that day. That was one of the greatest quarterbacking games I've ever seen. And the ball just was helmet level almost the entire game. It was zipping right by safety's ears. And that's what he did last week. You notice that? That's what he did last week. So that's why I picked the Packers. I still hated their draft, by the way. I'm, well, then, I'm on then, record as saying that. Well, right. And so then also then you believe that this, this although, yes, yeah, second year in, within this offense, but I, I guess you then also believe that this roster is has some talent on it and has enough talent to get to the Super Bowl because most people thought that this roster didn't have any talent other than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I never bought that. I, you know, I thought – the Smiths both can rush the passer. Uh, I thought Kenny Clark, when he's in the middle of that defense, is really good. Uh, you know, the inside linebackers were a problem. We know that. Um, you know, Burks was hurt last year, and, and Martinez started, and he made a ton of tackles always down the field. Um, but, but the young secondary, I thought Savage would grow up a little bit in the back end, and, and I think the two corners are going to be really good players on the outside. So there's still talent on it. Bakhtiari is a, a top top-level left tackle, though I don't think he played as well as he normally does last year. So there's still talent. And Adams, let's not forget about Adams. I think he's a heck of a wide receiver. So there's plenty of talent on that team. And, and Oh, and Aaron Jones, let's throw him in the mix, too. Anybody that says they don't have talent is uh, wrong, by the way. Talking with Pete Prisco, senior NFL columnist, a CBS Sports analyst here on the Wendy's Big Show. Pete, after that Vikings game happened, uh, and now with the Lions game coming up and their secondary uh, not all that good either with uh, who will be available to play for them. For you as a guy that's watched the NFL over years, when do you start buying into how good an offense or how good a defense might be? Is it like week four, week five? How long does it take for you to start buying into a team? Yeah, it's probably about the first month. I think you got to give it four weeks to settle in and see, you know, really what a team is made of. You know, week one is always overreactions. We know that both ways. Uh, you're never as good as you look. You're never as bad as you look. And, I, you know, give it a month. I think you're somewhere in between after week one. But having said all that, I still think that Rodgers is going to have a monster season. And I just don't for the life of me can't figure out why people thought he regressed because I never saw it. I, I know they ran the ball more last year. They were feeling their way a little bit. He didn't have all the weapons. But there was this whole idea out there in the national media that Aaron Rodgers isn't the same guy. I never bought into that. I ne- not one bit did I think that was the case. So uh, I think the offense will be really good, but I think it's going to take a month to get a real idea of where they are, just how good they can be. Well, Pete, I, I disagree with you a little bit. He wasn't the same guy last year. I mean, this game against uh, 
the 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 Minnesota Vikings proved it. That wasn't that game there wasn't Aaron Rodgers wasn't did not play like that last year. Now you could say because the offense he knows it familiar him and Matt LaFleur on the same page, whatever you want to make it. But Aaron Rodgers weren't like that last year. You went all of just now. You said you went all the way back to Atlanta. Yeah, I agree with you. That's how that joker played in Atlanta. He didn't play like that last year. Well, I don't think they allowed him to play like that last year. I, I, I think that they were focused on getting the run game going. I also think there were things around them that weren't that good. I mean, aside from Adams, where, where was he going with the football? He needs another weapon on the other side. And, well, he's got the know, same receivers anybody... he had last year. Nothing's changed yeah, offensively. Yeah, but Valdez Gambling the other day didn't do what he did last year. What he did on, on Sunday, he didn't do last year either. Well, one he? game doesn't make a season, though. I mean, Valdez Gambling. No, I'm not saying it makes a season. He was great against Chicago with the Bears, and then just fell off. But we, and if we're going to try to count on MVS to be the savior, I think we're in trouble. Well, at least it's not the savior, but he can run. You need somebody who can run. Alan Lazard can't run. You need somebody who can stretch a field. And I think that helps open up the offense. Plus, I think that they were feeling their way. Uh, you know LaFleur is a run-heavy guy. That's what he wants to do. Uh, at some point, you just got to let Aaron Rodgers be Aaron Rodgers. And I think they did that last week. It'll be interesting to see what happens this week against, you mentioned, a Lions secondary that's really yeah. banged up. Does he let him go again? I mean, he should be playing loose and free and up-tempo and let him be Aaron Rodgers. I don't necessarily think you have to play, uh, you know, line up and play power football and run the football when you have that guy as your quarterback. Agreed. You know, the other thing, too, is we talk about the offensive side of the ball, but on the defensive side of the ball, it's all about stopping the run for this Packers team, too. Uh, and they, they have no depth at, on the defensive line. I mean, Kenny Clark goes out uh, last week, still don't know if he's going to play this week. Uh, but if if he's not able to play for any amount of time with that groin injury, I, I think the Packers' defense is in a whole world of trouble without him there helping to try and stop the run because even with him, they couldn't stop the run all that well. Yeah, that's a big hit. If he's not in the lineup, that's, I mean, they, they don't have a lot of depth there. And they've had, like you mentioned, you can still see him uh, getting trucked in the championship game. I mean, they never stopped them running the football. So I agree with you on that part. They're not, they're not uh, you know, don't have a lot of depth on the defensive line. He's a good player. They need him in the lineup. But not like the Lions are the greatest running team in the world either. Let's not forget about that. I mean, Adrian Peterson, uh, what is he just did he just turn 120 yesterday? He's I mean, how old? He's is he? at least 100. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, they don't run the ball that well anyway. So and this is a passing league. Here's the problem: you got to be able to stop the run to some degree, but you'd rather rush the passer than stop the run. I mean, it, not stop the run, but I mean, you got to be able to stop it to some degree. But you got to be able to rush the passer, and they can do that. They just, you know, they got against San Francisco. They got behind. Uh, they couldn't stop the run, and they couldn't unleash their pass rushers. Those two guys got to play with the lead, and I think you saw that against the Vikings. Well, I totally agree with that. And, and Pete, any any big surprises for you over the weekend, or the weekend of the games that you saw or or on television? The Eagles. I mean, Eagles. you know, you have a 17 point lead on the road against a bad Washington team. You're supposed to win that game and put it away. And I just went back and rewatched it. Man, I tell you what, Carson Wentz was not very good. The offensive line had all kinds of problems. He held the ball. He got sacked eight times. But they still should have won the game. I mean, he took a sack late in the game and took him out of field goal range. He just did not play very well. So that's the big. To me, that was one of the bigger surprises of the week. I thought Arizona would play with San Francisco. Uh, I didn't know if they would beat him. Uh, that was actually a pretty good game. Uh, but for the most part, I think it went pretty much scripted. 
Here's, here's one for you this week. Ready? Everybody's all over yeah. the Rams. They're the greatest. They saw them. <laughs> oh, my God. Look what they did to the Cowboys. Now they're going across the country to play an Eagles team that lost to the Redskins. Lock of the week. Eagles Uh-oh. beat them. How about that? Uh-oh. Real quick, too, before I let you get going. What, Russell Wilson just continued to do it, seems like, year in and year out, no matter who he, who he has. Here's a guy that has not gotten, a, I believe, an MVP vote yet. Yeah, he has not. And and by the way, early in my career, early in his career, I was probably a little bit of a Russell Wilson critic. I didn't think he was as good uh, as the, the, he was being portrayed in large part because they didn't allow him to be. Well, now he has mm-hmm. to be. And right. that was one of the best performances he's had. And they need to let him play like that. And then you got Pete Carroll coming out this week. We need to run the ball more. Why? <laughs> Why do you need to run the ball more? Let him play loose and fast. He was always, no matter what numbers he was putting up, one thing about Wilson, even early in his career, was in the fourth quarter and late in games when the team was behind, he was putting up big numbers and rallying his team. That showed you he could play that style. If you, you don't have the dominant defense you used to have. Remember, they used to have Cliff Averill and Michael Bennett. They could rush the passer. They can't rush the passer like that. They're not as good. So why not let Russell Wilson carry that team? Play fast, play loose, let him throw on rundowns and dictate the tempo to the other team. Because if they do, he's going to win the MVP or be in the conversation, uh, and they're going to be a deep playoff team. So, Steve, if, if I was if I was coming up in, in Florida and, and Pete was my little league coach and I was the quarterback, I know I might throw it 50 times because he's going to tell me play loose and fast. A loose and fast. And, and... <laughs> loose and fast. And the other thing is, remember back in the day, everybody wanted to be a running back? Now you, yep. know, kid, you don't want to be a running back. Nope. They chew you up after four years and spit you out. That's, That's true. true. Talking with Pete Prisco, senior NFL columnist, a CBS Sports analyst uh, here on the Wendy's Big Show. A couple wide receivers uh, floating around uh, with rumors. Uh, OBJ yeah. obviously being one. Uh, as well as our, our guy in Chicago, Allen Robinson, being another. Now, his agent came out and said, well, we didn't request a trade, but we were hoping they'd get a contract extension done or whatever the case may be. Of those two guys, uh, A, if you were the Packers, would you have interest? And B, what type of draft capital would you be willing to give up for either one of them? I'd have an interest in Beckham, but uh, I don't know if I, I, I'd probably give a a two or th- two and something else for him. I'm not giving up a one for him. He hadn't played to that. Right, agree. As good as he's been, he hasn't played to that. Robinson, for me, with the Packers, doesn't run. I mean, that, you know, I, I like Allen Robinson, but I, they need somebody who can run a little bit, and he doesn't. So I'd probably lean more in the direction of Beckham. But the Browns, the Browns aren't going to deal him. That, that's not. You keep hearing rumblings that that you know out there that they want to trade him, but that's not true. I hear it differently. I don't think they're going to trade him. Um, but you know, you get the right price, you might. Everybody's available for the right price, doesn't matter who you are. No, you're right about that. And, and my last question for you, Antonio Bryant still sitting out there. Does he does he play this year? I mean, sorry, Brown. Oh no. AB? Why are you going to bring him into? Why are you going to bring him into the building? No way. <laughs> not, no, not a chance. Hey, look, if he if he was he's got a he's got off the field issues, but B he's not a he quit on his teammates in Pittsburgh week seventeen checked out. Uh, quit on the Raiders, essentially, because of a helmet or whatever. I mean, my gosh, right. why would you bring that guy in? No, 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 no. Plus, he, his yards per catch went way down his last year in Pittsburgh. That's usually a telltale sign that a guy's slowing down. You know, Pete, the the, the other thing that uh, came out today, uh, and want to get your thoughts real quick here, uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, uh, Manning, Woodson, uh, Calvin Johnson all getting in uh, are going to be finalists here the first time. Not a surprise there. Uh, your thoughts on that class overall? Well, I mean, those guys are locks. I don't think there's right. any question yep. about that. They're locks. And so now you got to hope like heck that, uh, you know, guys get in. And, and 
Leroy's one of the finalists, though, again, right, isn't he? He better be. They have, yeah, I haven't he, seen he, it yet, has he? he? I haven't seen it yet either. But Leroy and, and Tony Baselli, another guy I know very well. I know, you know I've know, i known Leroy since he was in uh, high school, almost in high school. So I'm a big Leroy Butler proponent. I, 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 Brian Dawkins is from the city of Jacksonville, and I lived there for 30 years. Leroy Butler is from the city of Jacksonville, and I will go on record as saying Brian Dawkins is in the Hall of Fame, and Leroy Butler was a better player. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, said the same thing last year when we were having yeah. this whole conversation. He's definitely oh, yeah. better than John Lynch. Uh, thank you so oh, much. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, no question. Pete, thanks so much for coming thanks, on, man. Pete. Always appreciate, appreciate it, having you on the show. Tell Leroy to quit cooking. He's cooking too much. Oh, did he Did he tell you that he has his own signature brat coming out now? He's going to have like four or five different flavored brats. The Leap Brat is coming out in the next month. Uh, he's got his hands in a lot of pies, Leroy. Always has. I love it. Yeah, that is very true. Yep. Take care, Pete. Appreciate Thanks, it. Pete. All right, guys. Take care. Take mm-hmm. care. There he is, Pete Prisco, CBS Sports, and the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. As your passion are growing your home, Great Midwest Bank Home Renovation Loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit GreatMidwestBank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. And Gary, Pete Prisco has been on the Packer bandwagon for years. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't blame him. He should be on it. So am I. We're all on a Packer bandwagon. Yeah, he was so, the only one that I saw yeah. picking him to win the NFC. Mm-hmm. And right. uh, again, after week well, one, you've been on it's the Packers bandwagon for years too, though, aren't you? Haven't you? Uh not to his level. Oh. Nah, he he no no no. He's at like Leroy's level of oh. on the Packer bandwagon. I I would definitely not be at Leroy's level of. Being on that on that bandwagon, and I would say you're probably like the next tier after maybe those guys. What, what tier is that? I, I don't know. You're, you're you seem to be far more critical, uh, maybe than others uh, well, that are on that that top that, tier. Because you used to call me a homer not not more than a year ago. Yeah, but even 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 <laughs> having said that, you still could be critical at times. There are others that just don't ever want to be critical. Uh, okay, so there's Pete Prisco, senior NFL columnist, CBS Sports. Always a great interview. Thanks to him for coming on. Eric Name will join us at 3 o'clock to tell us about his detailed story about what all happened at that Giannis meeting. Mm. Where was it? Who was involved? What do they talk about? What's next? All that great stuff in a piece he wrote earlier today. Uh, so we'll get him on at 3 o'clock. Up next, the story we've been waiting for for, I don't know, weeks uh, the Big Ten finally announcing that they are coming back. Do you find fault with the Big Ten announcing that they're coming back? Now, 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM. The fan Gary Ellerson is here to tell you that there is no fault in going to the Jewelry Center. No, there really isn't, guys. Uh, three locations for you. 76 and Layton, Layton Plaza in Brookfield off of Blue Mile Road and Tri-State National Bank Building. Third location for you folks in Burlington, Wisconsin. Guys, go check my good friend out, Dean Murray. He's the owner of sitting you right to the head of the class. Go see Dean. If you want to get the most money for your old jewelry, he's going to give you cash on the spot. Go see Dean Murray. If you're looking for the best possible price on any piece of jewelry, go see Dean Murray at the Jury Center. If you want to get on your knee and propose to your girl, go see Dean Murray at the Jury Center. Listen, guys, if if you're looking for that ring, he's got it there. We can get it for you. If he doesn't have it there, he can order it for you. And if you'd like to create something, a ring for your girl, we can create a ring for your girl. We can design something for you. And you ladies out there, don't forget about your man. Give him something, too. We got we got stuff available for men, too, at the Jury Center. Guys, go see him today. He's the owner, Dean Murray. To get that, to get that special discount, you got to say, I heard this on the big show or I heard it from Gary 
Steve, Sparky, or Leroy. That's the jury. And Dean Murray. Go see him today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.